Hi, this is Joseph with Sci-Fi Graveyard, hosted by The Heart of Geek. Before we get started with tonight's episode, I know things are still crazy right now. I know a lot of people are still suffering with anxiety and depression. I am one of those people. And I just want you to know that there are people who care about you. There are people that love you, whether it be a suicide prevention hotline or your best friend or your family member. Please reach out to someone and talk to them. Know these three things. You are not crazy. You are not alone. And secrets do make you sicker. So please reach out and talk to someone. Again, please, uh, we, we do care about you. And we want to make sure that everyone's safe and happy and healthy moving forward. Thank you. Hi, this is Joseph, the host and creator of Sci-Fi Graveyard, as hosted by The Heart of Geek. Is there a topic that you love to talk about? Would you love to share that topic with millions of listeners around the globe? If so, then you're almost there to starting your own podcast. The only thing you need is Anchor.fm. With Anchor.fm, you can record, edit, and publish your own podcast to the Anchor site and to popular podcasting sites around the world. So what are you waiting for? If you'd like to get started, all you need to do is head to the Play Store on Android or the App Store if you have an iPhone. Start the download and get recording today. Thank you for listening to Sci-Fi Graveyard and on to the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sci-Fi Graveyard. I'm your host, Joseph. Joining me is Josh and Jeremy. Uh, Tonight, we're talking about the sequel to the 1995 hit film, Mortal Kombat. As you know, we're jumping on the bandwagon and talking about a crap. Is a good more that movie just was released. So, yeah, we we'll talk about the <laughs> awful one. <laughs> so, Mortal Kombat Annihilation was released on November 21st of 1997. It was released through New Line Cinema. It was directed by Ron R. Laddie, and it stars um, Robin Show, who played this movie, Talia. Talia, or Talisa, I don't know how to say it, so I'm butchering it. <laughs> Soto, she plays uh, Katana in the first two movies. And Dexter's daddy, James Remar, plays Lord Raiden, who takes over for Christopher Lambert. In fact, only two actors return for this, and we'll discuss that in the in the trivia. Uh, Ray Park is actually in this movie. He's a stunt double for Raiden in the fight scene in the Outworld. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you, I, I really, saw something where I was talking about that in there. Yeah, and you can, and if you watched it on Voodoo like I did, and is really see that that's not James Remar, and you could clearly see Ray Park in the fight scenes. It's it's not even hidden. Like you don't even have to pause it; you could tell. <laughs> so why they did a bad job of hiding it. Um, it was actually scheduled to return as Jax. But he got the lead in the movie Spawn, which came out the same year. I think that was also a New Line film. Um, he would eventually portray Jax in Mortal Kombat Rebirth and Mortal Kombat Legacy, which you chose. Yeah, the so Ray Park. Ray Park, the top, one. Ray Park, you're talking about is Darth Maul, right? Yeah, he's Darth yeah. Maul in total. Oh, okay. And um, the cool thing about Dar- uh, Ray Park is he's going to be here on May 2nd in Kissimmee at the Coliseum of Comic Shop doing autographs. So if you listen before May 2nd, like all five of you, and you live in the area, <laughs> come see Ray Park. Uh, cheap plug for them. Not, hashtag not sponsored. But I thought that was cool, and if I was able to go, I would. Um, I am not able to go. Uh, Jeremy knows why. 
um, I'm injured, so I can't stand on my feet and wait in line. So, um, Mike, in this film, Jax is fitted with arms with muscle enhancers, and I use air quotes when I say that. Essentially, a sort of exoskeleton that quadrupled his muscle capacity. However, in the storyline from Mortal Kombat 3, the game, one of the shared premises of this film, Jax removed and fitted with the bionic arms so this is actually something that the movie the new movie actually did um oh so they, and he didn't actually lose them by somebody not in the not in this movie in the no, new I was movie thinking about in the game like oh I in the game yeah. uh, in the game i don't know if it's in a fight they just say they were removed and fitted so maybe it was a elective surgery yeah, that's what I was wondering. Was because I, I always thought that it was like part of a fight, but I mean, like if he just was like, "Hey, I want stronger arms, bitch." <laughs> but yeah, the the oh my god! Uh, like I remember when I watched this when I was younger, and I was like, "Oh, this ain't that bad." <laughs> what? You thought it wasn't that bad when no, you were younger? No, I mean, I liked it. I liked some of the fight scenes and stuff. What I wasn't paying attention to the CGI I, back then. I, I, thought, I thought it was shit, but I still enjoyed it because I was like 17. Well, when that's, what, that's what I'm saying. It's like I was 18 years old. I was a kid. So I was 18 years old. I mean, Jeremy, you're in your, you're what, two years older than I am? 77? Yeah. So you were 20 and I was 18 and Steven was 18 and Josh was like 12. So, yeah, that's what, that's what <laughs> I was saying. I was a yeah. lot younger than most of y'all when I watched this. <laughs> well, I don't, say, I don't like even I, think I watched it when it came out because I don't remember this movie. I remember the first one clearly. When I watched this one, I'm like, fuck, I don't remember watching this before. <laughs> and it's, there's probably a reason I didn't because it looked like, I mean, Anyhow, yeah, and <laughs> the CGI is fucking awful. It's yeah, awful. Shit, it's awful. It's really bad. Um, it's really, really bad. But I do want to point out, Paul. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, Anderson, who directed the first film, was actually um, offered to return for this film. He decided to work on Event Horizon, which also came out in '97, instead. He later expressed his dislike for the film and regret that he chose not to be involved in it, which is why he like so close to the Resident Evil franchise. I don't know if you want to say that was a good what a good thing or bad thing. Hell no! Like I, I, I could fucking say that we could do on the, the, on sci-fi great. It is yeah, sci-fi because it's fucking it's awful. It's horror. It's sci-fi horror. Because it deals with a virus and technology, so you can say science fiction. Uh, maybe one day we'll cover that, but he that's why he stayed with it. I mean, I love the first Resident Evil movie. I love the first two, and then after that, they kind of start getting really, really crappy in quality. Even the second one was really crappy in quality. Definitely, hey, hey, the second one is the best of the series. I like, love I love what? Resident Evil Apocalypse, though. I, I like... Uh, what's that? What, Jeremy? No, I'm just saying... You know what's funny, Josh? Oh. What do you think this uh, the the dude that directed this movie directed also? Oh, uh, I looked this up, but I don't know. It's so weird, but I forgot what no. though. Annabelle. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like <laughs> it makes sense. This dude makes shit movies. I don't know. If, <laughs> I mean, he he also I, made. Butterfly, he like, like, butter, 
the butterfly, butterfly effect, effect too. Yeah. And wish <laughs> upon, oh my god. I've ever heard of wish upon the last I, one. The the butterfly wish effect upon? too is like oh I that one. It's like a no supernatural horror film made in 2017. The movie after this one was actually um, The Butterfly Effect 2, which was direct to DVD or video, direct to, direct to the home market. Well, so like he's just a bad filmer. Uh, like, I can't Maybe. say that he's like Uwe Boll, though. He's probably got the pinnacle of shitty, like, movies. <laughs> Well, he's really like, especially shitty video game movies. Ooh, he has made so many that are just awful. But it's just <laughs> funny that we've reviewed two of this fucker's movies. Yeah, and yeah, they both yeah. Are okay. shit. He was a cinematographer on on uh, The Conjuring, um, Insidious Chapter Two. I'm just looking this up now. I didn't look this up before. Well, he was also the cinematographer on Mortal Kombat, but I mean, I guess that yeah. means he should re- he should remain a cinematographer. And, should uh, have. Yeah, he was director of photography, cinematographer, and he was also uh, Child's Play three um, in Hot Shots Part D, yeah. and Spy Hard. Oh. His genres are like all over the place, but like yeah. apparently he's not that good of a director. He's only done like thirteen credits, and um. I don't. I've never heard of any and of these. Probably most of them are probably pretty shit. Probably because most of the movies that he's done, like, have been shit. Like that's a that's what I'm saying. It's like they got the fighting, and like how the first movie seemed like, like they kind of had the same kind of fighting choreographers in it. It seemed like, but the fucking like. I don't understand why Sub Zero was only in one fight scene and then he wasn't anywhere in the rest of the film. It didn't make any sense for it. It's like he showed up and he's like, "Hey, I'm here to help you." And then that little jet fly-in thing, a move that he did, <laughs> like when he introduced himself and shit. I was just like, "This is so weird." It's just that's, so weird. That's the only thing I could have said about this movie at this point. Just from is recreate the moves from the game in the movie. The games, yeah, yeah. the analogies. Yeah, well, not only that, but like when they would do certain things, like the spins or the uppercuts or whatever that they would do, they would recreate well, the, how they were in the game. Weird. But yeah, like one thing was weird as fuck. Like in the beginning, where he's like he's taking over, and then you just see a bunch of flips, like. Yeah, people yeah. flipping okay we're gonna do the in the weird cgi background and then hey we're we're showing up we're just gonna be doing a bunch of flips it's like okay they just couldn't have just like dropped in bam i'm here yeah you know? no we gotta do a well, bunch of flips it's sub-zero's or sub-zero's brother who's not a bad guy so basically it's the sub-zero from mortal kombat 2 and 3 because in three well, he I leaves that, but still yeah. it's like why wasn't he in the rest of the film though? Like it was like okay, uh, I get the whole Nightwolf thing, like him trying to show him the animalities and shit like that. But, but they like, kind of why for- wasn't he with him on his quest? Like when they're talking I- about people trying to save Earth, hey, uh, I'm just gonna help you get past this one spot. <laughs> 
I never understood the casting of Raiden in either one of these. Well, Why I is it a white I, dude? I like Christopher Lambert. Well, well I like it was a better Lambert. casting, but James Remar yeah. was. You and he's white, got white, one of those voices right. that you 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 know because like at the beginning of the movie, I was like, I knew who it was that was playing the guy, just by Dexter's, him talking. Dexter's yeah. dad. He's gonna teach yeah. him how to. He's gonna teach him the code. Um, did you know that Motani actor Darren McBee and the guy who played Jax, which is Lynn Red Williams, were both on American Gladiators, and they do have a fight scene together in this film? I'm not surprised. I mean, yeah. his face looked familiar anyway, but I didn't know so much about the other person, though. But still, yeah. Oh man, it's just so weird. Here's something interesting. So. I don't know how to say her name, so I'm probably going to butcher it, but it, um, Thoi Trang, the girl who played Trini in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, she actually auditioned for Jade in this movie, but was turned down in a car accident in 2001, so rest in peace, Trini, uh, oh. the original Yellow Ranger for, the, for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But she actually auditioned to be in this film. Well... Um, Oh man, that wouldn't have helped her career though. No. So here's here's um here's here's um here's what I mentioned earlier about people not returning. So Christopher Lambert and Lyndon Ashby, who played Johnny Cage, uh, declined to return because they read the script and they they basically didn't like the script. They thought it was bad. Um, Bridgie, Bridget Wilson Sampras, who played Sonya Blade in the original movie. Uh, was offered to reprise a role, but she turned it down because she thought it would be better to play Sarah Michelle's Geller, Sarah Michelle Geller's sister in who did last summer, which also came out in 1987. Uh, a big, huge surprise. Would you have guessed that this film was not screened for critics before its release? Oh, yeah. It, uh, no, uh, totally not. So, so you know how she right? Um, mm-hmm. She's species as Goro. And she's supposed to have some like fight scenes in this movie, but they're like offensive, so they just killed her by crushing her with a cage uh, instead of letting her fight. I can't believe the budget for this movie was thirty million dollars. I'm it was more than the first movie's budget, and it looks way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> It looks I'm way sure worse. that the director was like, "Hey, this ten million dollars, putting it right in my pocket." So yeah, I mean, I could, considering like I think J.J. Perry played three fucking people. I think so. I think he played he played Cyrax, Scorpion, and Noob Cybot in the movie. So um, I think like, that was I think that was Smoke. That says in well here oh, no, smoke yeah. was well, Ridley's smoke too. Is Noob Cybot or whatever anyway. So I thought I saw Smoke was in this movie. He yeah. is he's separate. Yeah, Smoke oh. Well technically I think Smoke and Noob Cybot are like the same dude or like close to it. Okay, that's because, Ridley. Because in, like... one the, in one of the oh. games they they're together. Like they have Smoke and Noob Cybot at the same time. I think it might be the either the latest one or the one before it. Like uh, they, I'm they, sure. they're both playable characters as the same. I'm, I'm looking it up real quick. No, I believe you. I'm just, I just I'm just looking at the cast and it says JJ Perry played those three people and Ridley Sue played also, Smoke. Yeah, he was also the uh, stunt double for Lyndon Ashby in the first movie. 
So who's the red dude? JJ. Uh, that's Ermac. Uh, so I um, thought that was Ermac, but they didn't really ever say his name. <laughs> like, yeah. So well, I here's, thought that was weird as fuck. They're like, that's the leftovers. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and the rest. Um, so Sector doesn't appear in this film. He's the red cyber ninja. And he uses the chess missiles that were used by Smoke in Mortal Kombat 3 when Smoke Which becomes. weird as fuck. Re- like, yeah, redone. Um, the actor who played Sub Zero in this film was the same actor who played Red. Um, Striker isn't in this film, and he gets mentioned that he dies, and I didn't care because. And I was like, ha ha ha, fucking Striker. And then Cabal well, isn't Stryker in this movie either. It's like out of the shit tier, like Mortal Kombat guys, he was probably like one of the main ones that I never played. It's I like that. And, like, okay, I'm going to mention the new movie, like any of the uh, uh not without spoilers, but like there's a couple of characters that are in the movie that I totally didn't even remember were actually characters in the Mortal Kombat games. And it had to have been like in the third or fourth games. Like, and I was just like, I had to actually Google them when we were watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Kombat 4 and um, Cabal and Striker in Mortal Kombat 3. Well, I knew Cabal, right? I knew the Cabal, but there was, an, I don't know if it should be spoilers or not, like with the people that they introduced, because they ain't that great. It was like. Are you talking about the, the new movie? Yeah, in the new movie, there was a Shatara, I think was the name of the character where it had like bat wings and shit. And then I think if that's how, uh, what, and then it was like General Reiko, where he was supposed to be like a generic version of Shao Kahn. And I was just like, holy shit, I didn't even remember that dude. And like, uh, it's mostly because I think it was in the third game. And I t- I'm like, it must have been a one-off character. Like, nobody enjoyed no, it. Because right? it's like Striker was another one. I don't think he was ever in another game. I think he was only probably in the third he was game. Only in, he was only in Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah. He was in Mortal Kombat 3. And then um, one of them was oh, in Exceptions okay. or Deadly Alliance. You I looked that Natara? up. Oh, no, Tara? Yeah. I thought it said, I thought when I heard it, it sounded like Shitara. So that's yeah, all like. Natara's the Batwing chick. Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? Deception. Yeah, because I don't remember yeah. both of them at all. Yeah. She's in one of them. Um, but um, something really interesting, because, you know, Nightwolf's in this movie. And do y'all know who played? Uh, I can't remember his name. I've seen him in a bunch of movies. Yeah, Lightfoot, who was the who was Little Bear in the movie adaptation of The Indian in the Cupboard. Uh, oh, Lightfoot, okay, yeah. yeah. Lightfoot is me being the first Native American rap artist, and he's a member of the Cherokee Nation. Um, the Tara funny- was in Deadly Alliance, Josh. The game on. Oh, I thought yeah. Yeah. 360. I, I think Joe said that too. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I okay. said I said he was in either Deadly Alliance or Deception, um, because I was I. I just didn't notate it because it's they're not in this movie, so I didn't make notes of it. Uh, did you notice that like Nightwolf mentions to Liu Kang to find his animality? He would have to face three tests, and the first this courage, but after that, again. Well, yeah, they said that, and then uh, what's it called? 
It was just like, hey, find it. And then he kind of did. And then Jade showed up. And then she was like, hey, I want to get up. I want to get that nut from you, practically. And then he was like, no, sorry, I don't want to. And then that was, and then they fought. And then it was like, oh, okay, there you go. You found it. (laughs) So, like, I was going to do something. I did mention the, the, I did put in the trivia the from the game story about Sector and Smoke in the movie are cyber ninjas. In the game, the cyber this is Mortal Kombat 3, which is a lot of the characters and plot is based on. Uh, the cyber ninjas are originated from a program called the Cyber Initiative, which was initiated by the Lin Kuei clan of assassins with the intention of transforming their warriors into cyborgs. It was champ- It was campaigned by the Lin Kuei Grandmaster, who basically f- made you become one willingly or unwillingly. Um in Mortal Kombat 9, which has Raiden traveling between Mortal Kombat's 1, 2, and 3, and the video games to stop the events of the game Armageddon, Raiden is about to fall to Shao Kahn. That's how Shao Kahn did not look intimidating in this movie. I think the cheesy CGI one in 95 looked a little bit better. Oh, the one at the end? Yeah, the You're end of the first he, movie. Oh, the, the, yeah, oh, he, uh, oh man, the CGI yeah. sucks for that damn character. What in the fuck did he... Yeah. Turn him into it. was better the shock on we got in the movie. Like the well, shock yeah, looks like yeah. got like this overbite. And um anyway, uh following the Armageddon, all the warriors from the rails. Um actually in the, the Mortal Kombat 9, Sub Zero becomes a cyber ninja because of Raiden fucking up the timeline. Um just a little interesting storyline there. Uh, I actually wrote a lot more about this. Uh, as you know, Katana is the adopted st- uh, the adopted daughter of Shao Kahn because of uh, Sindel, who was a main component of how they were able to cross in from Outworld because her body was buried in Earthrealm. Um, half Tarkatan clone Melina is also in this movie, which an actress, and but they're like she looks like Katana. No, she doesn't. She looks nothing like Katana. Like, well, I mean, they're supposed to. They're supposed to be twins. So why would you? They're supposed to be her clone anyway. So yeah, she's supposed to look like her except for the mouth, which is why she wears the mask. Why not have Talia Soto just play Melina? Yeah, they didn't fight each other at the end of the movie. Dell and Katana fight. And so, like, and, and in this movie too, in the new movie, if they if they don't have a new a, the same actress who played Melina in this one play Katana, then what's the point? Because Melina is supposed to be her twin sister, air quotes. And but anyway, I'm getting off the topic. Jade is in this, and I think she makes her some Mortal Kombat three or Ultimate Mortal Kombat, and um, she's she you know basically betrays Earthrealm to. To the um, my brain just took a break. Sorry, she betrays her. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually not even reading off here anymore. I'm actually trying to roll. Um, I I just decided not to read the because yeah. it's like it's it's basically the story explaining the one of the games, but uh, I don't hate this movie. Let me bring it back or uh, and um, Ermac was an character and he became Ermac. I think he was in Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. 
Uh, I think that's where Jade shows up. Shinnok. Well, they said the movie was based on Mortal Kombat 3, but it featured the character roster from Ultimate Mortal Kombat. So that's why you see Ermac, you see Mm -hmm. Jade, and Shinnok is actually from Mortal Kombat 4 because he's the main bad guy in Mortal Kombat 4. Um, Which I never played Mortal Kombat 4. After 3, I was just kind of like, there's another fucking Mortal Kombat? Uh, yeah, I think I, uh, I, think I, like, I don't remember for sure. I think it was on Nintendo 64. Uh, I think. Yeah, it was on N64, and yeah. And I didn't play another Mortal Kombat game until I think Deadly Alliance. It's the one that was on Xbox. Um, yeah. Was it? Dece- no, it was Deceptions, because I played Deceptions. And that one, I remember playing it with your brother, Steven, and we went through like unlock the that's where I think that was the game that introduced the crypt or the one before introduced the crypt where you use like the coins to unlock and you travel between the different realms as this one guy who's an ancestor of Kung Lao. I wish yeah. Kung Lao was in the movie. That's one thing I liked about the new movie. They 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 put Kung Lao in it. And we won't spoil anything else for that movie because it just came out. But like this movie this Annihilation actually the franchise they're actually going to make a mortal kombat 3 movie and this you know killed it i think it it's just like i understand why yeah yeah like i said i i literally (laughs) fell asleep twice trying to watch this movie over the last couple of days and that's crazy because it's only an hour and a half long yeah like it moves pretty swiftly but it's just the the art direction and the CGI. The CGI is one of the worst aspects, but also at the same time, you recast Johnny Cage, kill Johnny Cage in the first five minutes of the movie. Then, that's, be- that's because then he's you have- Mortal Kombat yeah. 2, I think. But, then, uh, but still, though, I'm, I mean, like, <sighs> okay, so you do that, then you introduce like new characters that help you, but then also at the same time you do the Sindel thing, and then Jade turns on them, even though that I don't think she was ever a bad character up until she turned into a revenant in uh the Mortal Kombat series. I, I, I could be wrong though, but yeah, that was my biggest problem with this movie is there were too many fucking people in it. Yeah, like, they didn't really were... need to, I mean, you had to add bad guy characters to make up for the ones that got killed in the first one. But, like, you didn't really need to add that many more heroes. Uh, I mean, Jax made sense, but you didn't really need Jade. Nightwolf, he, the, he they, did you need Nightwolf? Because you didn't do anything with them. But also, at the same time, the monsters, right? Okay, so... Uh, after Cyrax gets taken out, the little uh, family crest thing explodes or whatever, and then they fight the second person. Who was it? I think it was the Molina fight. And then the beast comes out of nowhere until he uh, Jax beats it up, and then it was like, fuck it, I'm out. They didn't even explain what those monsters were <laughs> and why they were in a statue, and then they would just come out whenever he felt like it. You know, it was just it was so fucking weird. Just, just I, like, oh, it's just so I weird. Hated I hated it. Uh, I, 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 you know, I said I hated it. I actually didn't hate this movie. It's bad, but it, it's all, it's, and it's not even 
good, but it's a. I can't. I I have never watched a movie, and I was talking to my friend Justin about this on the phone a couple days ago. I have never watched a movie that I've said I've hated. Like, there's no. Oh, well, I take that. Yeah, there's. I can say there haven't been one, but this is near the bottom of the list for me. It's near the bottom. Like I think the movie I disliked the most, and I won't say I hated it, is I actually am one of the few people that did not like 2001: A Space Odyssey, and and this is weird. People think I movies, but I didn't like this movie. I wasn't smart enough to get it at the time, or maybe I just didn't care because my love of movies is I like a. Like, like something to learn. I I've watched documentaries just on a whim, but like a lot of times when I combat, I'm watching it for pure escapism. I want to step out of for an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, oh, you know? I, too. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it for these movies too. But this one still did not even get me there. That was like the new one gets me there. It did everything I wanted to in terms of Mortal Kombat isms. It's kind of weird. That, I mean, yeah, because so this movie... this one did not. It, and I and I don't know if yeah. it was a sign of the times. You know, the fact this one made back in the '90s, right? And now it's yeah. 2021, and the CGI is way fucking better. For one, the, just the in the grand that... scheme of CGI, and then. You know, just the the way they film movies now is just different. I mean, the what they allow in movies and everything else, like like new one was, is what I would envision a Mortal Kombat to be. Like, I didn't envision Mortal Kombat movies to be PG thirteen. No, and they did that to many people in theaters as possible. But but that movie is meant. It's like Deadpool, right? Rated R. There, there's no doubt about that to me. And if you make it a piece, regardless of how much you try to do it, it's going to suck. And, you know, this is, that's how I view Mortal Kombat to me. Like, it has to, to be any point of good based on the way the game was. Or it's like if they made a Grand Theft Auto, right? I mean, how the fuck could you make that without it being rated R? With the amount of violence yeah, and yeah. everything else in it, they tried yeah. I mean, that with yeah. Need for Speed. They made a Need for Speed movie. Need for Speed's did. a little bit different though, because you're literally—it's like Fast and the Furious to me—is what kind of what Need for Speed is. But um, Grand Theft Auto, you go around, it's open world, and you do bad pretty stuff. Pretty much whatever, and you're pretty yeah. much just a everybody but, I mean, criminal type of in thing. In the name of Mortal Kombat, it's you kill people. That's the point yeah. of it. So it's like, how the hell do you make that a PG or PG-13 movie? Well, I mean, you can, but it's kind of, ugh, it's not going to get you to the... It's kind of like this movie. Yeah. I mean, at <laughs> one point, he like uh, flip kicks him, and then he dies, and then turns into a bird, or thing and then vanishes <laughs> yeah it's he turns like, into the what? he turns into yeah, the and, then, and then his like dad gets dropped into a box <laughs> like, yeah. he gets that's that's superman the movie man he's gonna go join general zod in the phantom zone <laughs> <laughs> but uh what's it called one thing that I got to shit on, though, is like, okay, so 
they uh, the main thing that irritates the fuck out of me, right, is the end where they uh, turn Raiden into an elder god, right, where he's the thunder god. What do they do? They turn him into smoke. Like what? <laughs> How does that even make sense? I think okay. he's still there. pretty much turned into a thunder. Oh, oh, I can't pay for thunder. We're gonna turn him into smoke. You know. <laughs> That's what happens when you when you become Ray Park for a fight scene. You you lose your powers. Oh, I think it's weird. he became mortal and he gets a haircut. Like what, so, gods in their world can have long hair. If you become mortal, and you gotta get a hair, you gotta get a haircut. Hi. I'm wondering if you just didn't want to wear the wig anymore, <laughs> like to have the white hair. So they're like, "Hey, we'll just, we'll just make you lose your powers, and then it makes you lose all your hair. That way, you could just roll around in your actual hair for the rest of the film." <laughs> <laughs> because oh my god, just some of this shit that's just like, like oh my god, just I could be shitting on this movie forever. <laughs> and I thought that I liked this movie. And then you can show stuff you like, man. No, no, I mean, like, (laughs) I'm just talking about like how you could tell your your mind skews a bit when you're younger. Because when I first watched it, I was like, "Oh, this looks cool." I don't know why a bunch of people are hating on it. And then I'm watching it now, like fucking Sub Zero making a fucking ice bridge, and then they break it five seconds later. (laughs) <laughs> they, and yeah, it was an awful bridge too. Yeah, you can't even tell it was. I'm separate. Yeah, it's like why the fuck did you even make okay. it? <laughs> it's like what? Uh, and then like it's like day in the like and then Scorpion comes back, but he has two, <laughs> two damn th- uh, things now, and it was just like, good God, it's like. At least the new movie did what was supposed to be right, right? Like, everything stayed with their continuity of the games. This just kind of like, hey, the movie and the game came out around the same time. Let's put some of those characters in this and we'll come up with a fucking lame-ass story that don't even really... I mean, it very, very slightly comes together, like, to a degree. But there's, like, so many damn fucking plot holes in this damn movie that just, like, uh, and, like, you could be shitting on this movie forever. This this movie is pretty bad. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't hate anything. I mean, like I said, I don't hate movies. But, um, to end this, since this did get a reboot, which was released, uh, what's 28th? It released five days ago. Um, the remake is good. Definitely watch it if you have HBO Max or if you want to brave a movie theater, go watch it. It's worth um, A lot of the people were saying that. Don't listen to half the fucking reviews either because yeah. the reviews are shit that I read. I mean, I, I'm reading, they didn't like the fact that they're, and I'm going to spoil part of it, but the, that they, didn't like the, that they didn't like the fact that there wasn't a tournament in the damn movie. That it was more like a prequel. Well, well they shit. said that they I mean, set it up like that, too. Yeah, I mean, 
But to me, it was perfect because of the way, like if nobody's seen that, the last time a damn movie came out was 30, what, 25 years ago? No, I mean, 95? 97. When I graduated. Well, the first one, right, was 95. Yeah, wasn't it? 95, yeah. Yeah, that's when I graduated freaking high school. I mean, so most of the people that are going to watch this now may not even have been born when that one came out. And so uh, making this one, you almost have to reboot the whole thing. And how do you do that? In the grand scheme of things, you make a prequel where you it's going to happen in later yeah, I, like, I like how I like the only thing so, that I didn't like about the new one. And let's we'll, we'll spend a few minutes talking about the new one because we've all seen it. Um, I didn't like Cole. I think that character could have easily have been Johnny Cage with, and I think it should have been Johnny Cage. Um, See, that's what everybody said, and I was just like, dude, really? I don't think. Yeah. That- I think that the cold dude was perfectly fine for this situation. I mean, like, I was actually confused for uh, a little well, bit. To the that's movie how they explained Scorpion coming back. That was the only reason, and I'm telling you, that that's what I feel. And sorry, again, it's another spoiler, but the Scorpion, that was the tie-in, was him. I mean, there wasn't really another tie-in to to scorpion in the yeah, movie there wasn't and that's gonna be any so reason why like the only way to, to bring him back was per the storyline was to do what they did so and i don't think that Johnny the, the thing is to be in the well, movie too the thing but, is he didn't but they're setting it up well, anyways but the biggest thing too is if they make other ones they can kill cole off pretty easily because he's really not part of the you know he 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 brought yeah, scorpion. You know, he yeah. was part of the scorpion piece, but going on, he doesn't have to remain. So I think what they should have done is they should uh, they they should have had him become scorpion, like maybe be possessed by scorpion. That's what we were kind of talking about. I think when we were watching it, was we were thinking like, oh yeah, maybe he gets the powers of scorpion. Like that's that pretty much saying. his like armor was like the gold stuff that they were showing him that Scorpion knew, was using with the thing, but like I knew that Scorpion was going to come back at one point anyway, so I knew that when they were like shoehorning, that's why I say like certain things you could see a foreshadowing, and of course there are certain characters that are going to say cliched things, but how else are you going to like? Uh, put that shit in there that's mostly all I was hearing about it in this movie where it was like oh he says cliched things oh it happened before the tournament well I mean this whole annihilation movie happened after the tournament happened and then he was still destroying shit he broke the rules so this new movie it makes sense if they broke the rules like the elder gods were lazy and they let it happen Grow up, like just fucking watch the movie, and then- well, the the interesting part, canon, like supposedly what I was reading per canon, this one was way more accurate than any of the other things have yeah. been. It's like well, it's like it with was, sub, yeah. you know, people were talking about the whole Sub Zero part, and I've mentioned the reason they went that path uh, because there were there's multiple Sub Zeros in canon, and um, anyhow. 
played Sub-Zero is signed on to do four movies as long as Why? they make four of them. From what I hear. Well, anyhow, but he's going to yeah. play in later ones Noob Saibot. Because Noob Saibot is a, if you read the canon, Noob Saibot is basically from Sub-Zero. Anyhow, it's that if you read about it, it's it's this movie makes a lot of sense the way they they did this one based on if the story. Anyway, I I like talk about it without spoiling the entire damn movie because I really liked this one a lot. And yeah, it was, I think it was, other people need to watch it too. Yeah, yeah. So. Especially um, if you love Mortal Kombat too. If you like, like even if you like this awful one, because I can't say that I hate it, but also at the same time, I'm probably never gonna rewatch it again, because I, I think I watched it like a couple of times when I was younger, and then uh, I didn't watch it for the longest time, and then we were like, oh yeah, let's review it for this one for the new movie to come out, and then I was like, when I rewatched it, I was like, fuck, this is awful. I forgot how bad, like, everything about this movie just looks like crap, all except for the fighting. Like, yeah, there the, wasn't the a good thing. There, there wasn't much of a good thing about this movie that I could even point out. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is the only fight, like, the thing I could yeah. say is the music is the best movies. The Immortals, Mortal Kombat will forever be remembered. And it'll be hard to duplicate, even in the new one. I the new version of that song them is still nowhere near as good as this this song. I could listen to Mortal Kombat over and over and over and over again, even today. Uh, but the new yeah. one, ah, no, I can't do that. So that's the one thing I could say about these two movies was the music is great. But other than anyhow. <laughs> I think I've talked enough. I th- I've actually talked more about it than I thought I was going to. Uh, Josh had suggested we should discuss one last thing, and that's what our animalities would be. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh. And I already know mine would be a wolf, though. <laughs> and so, um, I was trying to think of a dragon or some shit, like some off the wall thing, but I'm pretty sure that I would probably be a wolf or like a lion or something. Yeah, I would probably be a dragon because that's what I've got on my arm. We all know. So um, I went a little step further, and um, I decided that I would probably be. We all know that I'm going to be a cat because I. I, I'm the crazy cat guy. Yeah. But, but here's the thing: is I'm an ordinary, I'm a large version of an ordinary house cat, and my fatality is when I'm on, when, like the pit, and I use my animality, I actually start knocking the other player like a on a thing that's near an edge, and I knock the person <laughs> off the edge, and that's how I kill him. <laughs> just nudge him off. <laughs> yeah, you should have a you, you should have a human try. And and yeah, and then- that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't do don't, that. Don't don't, don't 
and then oh. do it anyway. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Anyways. Well, somebody that, has to doctor that up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, um, that's what my that's what my animality would be. I would be like an, an orange tabby, like a, a tabby cat, and I would play with like the bad guy until I like knock him off the edge and he falls to his doom. <laughs> All right. Oh shit. But the thing is, mine's not that. very original. Mine's not very original because Liu Kang is already. You know, there's there, there's See, if, I was, a, if I was a lion off of my animality, it would probably be like I would be just sitting there chilling, and then somebody prod me like a bunch of times, and then all of a sudden I would be like, "Dude, stop, dude, stop!" And then all of a sudden I would be like, "Nah!" and bite their head off like after a certain amount of time. Just, but I guess I could be a dragon. Don't a Game of Thrones, right? I don't have to be like the fire dragon like Luke Kang is. Sure that. Anyhow, I... <laughs> but that's 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 um that's that's what mine would be. Um, next week, uh, or next time, we're going we are going to talk about we are going to talk about the movie Nightfall, which and we're going to we are going to bring back Rise from the Grave. Let it die or rest in peace. Even though this movie was remade, um, even the wife of Roger Corman wants this movie remade. So it'll be interesting to watch it and see what y'all think. I'm going to try to find a copy of the short story because there is a lot of changes to it from, um, from, from the book to the screenplay and the story. But that's that's going to be next time. So we will be talking about that. So for everyone here at Sci-Fi Graveyard, for Jeremy and Josh, I am Joseph. I do want to thank you, and we look forward to hope you like this episode. If you if you do, please check out some of our other podcasts. They'll all be mentioned in the stinger at the end. Follow us on our social media, which will also be mentioned at the end. And if you're dealing with anything right now due to COVID-19, life in general, just remember there are people out there that care about you. Please find someone and talk to someone. So everyone, want to wish y'all a good night. Everyone? Everyone, good, good night. Good night. <laughs> good night, everyone. Oh. Good night. All right. Later. Peace. <laughs>We'd like to thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sci-Fi Graveyard. If you like what you hear, please check out some of our other podcasts as hosted by The Heart of Geek. That is Morbid Instinct, Wrestling with the Willies, and Screen Creeps. You can follow us on social media. We are at The Heart of Geek on Twitter, The Heart of Geek on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And when we do stream, it's not very often. We are just Heart of Geek. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to catch you next time.